Hey everybody, this is Tuesday here. I um, I wanted to give a quick little disclaimer, an apology, for the episode that you're about to hear. I um, I was supposed to upload it. First of all, I was supposed to upload it as soon as I got home, which was a few days ago at the time of this recording. And when I came back, I was so tired. You know, it was like a four-hour road trip. About oh maybe five, and then we stopped somewhere as you're gonna listen to, in the thing, or in the audio. Excuse me, and uh, I guess the other thing is, I wasn't able to put in the files that I had on my phone. I, I guess they became corrupted or something. I'm not, I I I just can't find them. So I I, I don't know if my phone self deleted it if it didn't save. I'm not sure. So I'm gonna have to go in hardcore and really look into them, you know, and find them. So I may upload my audio later on down the road. But I am, um, so I, yeah, sorry, I'm so sorry about that. But what I wanted to say in the certain parts was I was in uh, Bruno, I, I think that's how you say it. It's It, it was spelled B-R-U-N-E-A-U, Bruno. Sand Dunes National Park or park in Idaho. And that's what I was going to say in the in my phone recordings. And I, I was supposed to say all these things. It, it was a really chaotic thing, if you can't tell. So I'm really sorry about that. I, it, I was hoping for it to be more sharper and more calculated. But ultimately, and I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to lie about it. Um, it. It was just off the cuff. It was just something that I thought of like, hey, I have my podcasting equipment with me. Let's just record an episode on the road. I was supposed to record it at the location where I was at, but I never had time to do it. I, I, I just didn't have any time or any place to do it. So it just wasn't calculated. And I'm really sorry about that. So next time, I will be way more calculated, more precise, more professional. And I'm just really sorry about that. So, um, yes. Once again... Sorry, but uh, there's just certain things that are off about it and all that. And of course, I, uh, I I wasn't trying to... I actually wanted that podcast episode to be like two hours long. But a certain event happened around the 40-minute mark of, of the recording that caused me to kind of just end it. It was really distracting. It was really chaotic. <laughs> so I just thought, yeah, no, I'm probably going to turn it off. So that, So that's what I did. Once again, I'm so sorry. I really am. So, hope hope you can forgive me. Uh, and that's why, you know, for the very late upload, it was just, I was really tired. And So, without a further ado, uh, here's, here's the episode. Uh, and I hope you enjoy. Thanks. Coming to you from Idaho on Interstate 84. It is around 9.07 p.m. as I am recording this. It is, uh, well, it's been a little hectic. Uh, Sorry for my weird uploading schedule. But if you haven't noticed to my location, I am on the road. So this is going to be a little different. It's going to be a little new, if you will. 
I am I'm recording this on the road like in the car so if you can hear any weird sounds if you hear the blinker like the turning signal anything like that I apologize consider it some sort of ASMR some sort of relaxation episode who knows I may just put ASMR in the title to get away with it because that's the kind of guy that I am anyway there are a few warnings there are a few uh, disclaimers to the episode number one I am not alone in the vehicle I have two very important people in my life next to me oh I guess one of them is behind me and that is my dog whiskey he is a Australian Kelpie border collie mix he is a very tender loving dog I actually may make him my image art for the podcast and I'll tell you about the, the location that we went to and things like that coming up and then the, um, the beautiful person driving is someone very special in my life I will not disclose any information about them for privacy reasons for them um, just cause you know there's some weirdos on the internet and you know but um I am not uh, I'm not driving so if anybody goes you shouldn't be recording while driving I'm not I'm not <laughs> um, I thought about it I thought about recording while driving but it just you know my entire attention needs to be uh, on you so with that disclaimer with, with the first one um, with those two being in the car I I have an animal and a human with me and we make sounds so if you hear some coughing if you hear some sniffling in the background maybe even the occasional full body wag uh, from my dog I apologize if you hear a jingle that is his collar so on and so forth pretty self-explanatory right and my disclaimer number two um, from time to time I may chop out or I may cut. That is because we may have stopped for a pee break or anything of that nature and whatnot. So if there are some cutouts. I apologize. Um, but it is how it is on the road. But uh, if everything, right as of right now, we shouldn't make any stops. It should just be straight on episode going to our destination and we should be fine uh reason why i'm doing this is once again just because i'm gonna give it a shot it's kind of like a beta test you know podcast on the road how cool is that eh? yes i'm on interstate 84 where this podcast is being recorded is actually kind of cool we're leaving idaho going back to utah um so there are some current events that I want to talk about um, as of February 17th. Um, uh, there has been an earthquake, two of them, two earthquakes on February 17th, 2022. 
Uh, I don't I don't have the entire stats, but both of them were on the Richter scale of a six. I believe one of them was six point seven, and the other one was like a six point four. And the two locations is in Guatemala, and I believe in Tonga or off the coast of Tonga. So I hope everyone is doing fine over there. I don't know the details uh, yet. I'm just, believe it or not, I'm kind of scared of looking it up. Because <laughs> um, it's a tragedy when people die, especially under natural uh, or, you know, natural disasters such as that. So um, I most I can do is uh, send a hope and a prayer. So... Other than that, current events, uh, there hasn't been really any news. Just be careful out there. It's a, it's a little scary. Before I start the episode, um, once again, if anyone has any stories, creepy, unex- unexplainable, unnatural things that they've experienced, um, let me know. Send me an email at stories at midnight at yahoo.com I will repeat that stories at midnight at yahoo.com and it just occurred to me there is a third disclaimer I'm going to throw in here really fast I am holding the microphone in my hands so if the audio is a little weird and warped and chopped I'm so sorry Um, it's not the most professional but once again I couldn't just help myself I'm on the road and it's really cool then there's a full moon out, so you could, I mean, literally just see about everything, and it's gorgeous. It's really gorgeous, and it adds to the eerie effect. So, um, without a further ado, let's jump right into it. So, we here we are in Interstate 84, going towards Utah. I believe we're headed east. I think we're facing east. And I'm going to tell you about what happened today. And I'm going to share a few stories and stuff and whatnot. But let me tell you about what happened. We went to see uh, uh, a family member or two. And um, they're over there in, I believe, Nampa, Idaho. And it's... I have... (laughs) If you're from Idaho, I'm so sorry. But I have, like, mixed feelings about Idaho. Because it's this weird blend of really pretty and cool. And the other half is, like, disgusting and dirty. Like, I, 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 I don't know how to, like, properly say it. Um, but, for the most part, it's it's interesting. But I like it. But I don't. Is that too judgy? I'm not entirely sure. But I don't know. It's it's interesting. And when I say it's nasty and stuff, like certain, like most homes, not even certain, most homes you drive by, it's like 200 years old. The windows are broken, so they put like a wooden block in front of it. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. Um, half of it is falling in on itself you know but then like across the street is this gorgeous looking house beautifully nice kept grass it looks kept well 
you know, like your cliche mom and dad, family, household. I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. I don't know. But Idaho's interesting. However, I will say Idaho has is has a has a charm to it. You know, it's nature is gorgeous. The gor- like the nature side to it is just it's just beautiful. I don't know how you could how you could com- complain about that um, sensation. And with that little segue about talking about nature, the three of us. Uh, me and my posse we went to um, I'm going to butcher the name because I'm not entirely sure wow that 18 wheeler wiggle 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 <laughs> that was, that's horrifying sorry um, that was scary Like that was a hard wiggle um, <clears throat> we stopped by a beautiful place called um, I'm going to butcher the name Bruno, it's B-R-U-N-E-A-U, something like that, Bruno Sand Dunes Park in Idaho. Let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. That was my first experience with a sand dune ever, ever, and it was gorgeous. I actually have some recordings, some of my captain's logs if you will um, as you heard from the introduction um, that was the first one but I'll go play more as the episode goes on but because we're headed back to my part of Utah and on the way it was kind of on the way it was still south we had to go south so we had to pass through the Boise area and all that to get to it which um, which Boise's a listen I can say what I want about the Nampa area and all that but Boise for it being a city it's it's clean it looked really nice and clean it was it's it's kept well there they do a good job as a city at least from the from the few streets I was near Cause I kind of I feel like I went down to like the downtown area of it. It was really nice. It was really cool. There was there's a restaurant there called Anthony's. Caught my attention. Didn't go in, but it had this beautiful rainbow trout as their logo. Caught my attention right away, and I just wanted to go in it. So I may stop by uh, that area in the future when I start taking the podcast on the road. Uh, a nice place. Gorgeous place. Now, um, so we had to pass through the Boise area to get to the sand dunes part. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, it was, um, it was enjoyable. Just the drive there alone, beautiful. The desert vibe that you get, the atmosphere, the landscapes. We had to um, pass through a river, well not through it, but over a bridge you know um the river is called snake river and it's so sensational i actually have a um i actually have like a little little audio log i'm gonna i'm gonna just slip it in here right now and so we passed over snake river and it was gorgeous i mean i 
we hooked the left after the bridge we and we followed the road down and there's this sign where it says you know it's the sand dunes and it points to the arrow and you make a right i believe and you go up this little hill not little you go up this hill drive on it for about a good four minutes and you come down and you could just see three sand dunes two of them are humongous and then there's this one small sand dune it's actually called the smaller sand dune on the map um and you could you could drive right up to it like the parking for it is probably about 50 feet from the base of the sand dune so i uh, i don't know if it's a cardinal sin i don't know the rules of the area but i took like a little bottle and i took some sand as a memory but I went up to the to the peak of the small dune. Sensational view. Oh my gosh. Gorgeous. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. It it had this there was these two ponds, lakes, I'm not entirely sure. Right in between the small sand dune and the two big sand dunes. So you had these two beautiful ponds there. And you could see the geese and the ducks. Half of the pond was frozen, the other half wasn't. And it was it was beautiful, the atmosphere. And we were essentially the only ones there. Everyone left. No one really was there, so it was just the three of us. Whiskey had a great time. He ran around. He jumping and enjoying himself like a thief who stole something. He was great. He did really well. The three of us enjoyed our time there. Like, I don't know how else to say it. There was a beauty. So I guess, with all that being said, I guess what I want to tell people, especially especially my people who live in the U.S., get out of the house. Oh! I got a beep. Get out of the house. Just go and be free. Go out, enjoy yourself. And, and, and see the backyard see the country and I mean that don't don't sit there and oh but I have this and I have that I, come on seriously go out of your way to make plans because this was a last minute thing I didn't sit here and go oh I'm going to plan this trip to Idaho for months no I think what we gave ourselves a week we were just like oh hey cool I guess we're going Packed up a bag, packed up the doggy, and we went. And it was, it's been a great trip. It's been enjoyable. It's one of the things that makes me glad that I'm human. Adventuring, going out, seeing everything. In fact, I don't even want to go home. That's just the truth of it. I don't want to go home. I just don't. But... You know, life happens. And that's the thing, right? No one's asking you to stay in this wonderland forever. Well, at least I'm not. All that I'm doing is asking you to, to take that break that you so deserve. Zed, you're living, in, you're living in the outback. If you haven't done it, go out and take a little break for yourself. You don't have to go to the outdoors if you, if you don't like the outdoors. But go and see something. Go and do something. I think that's the issue about uh, 
about Americans, or at least the structure of it. It's almost like we, um, there's this quote in this show called Emily in Paris, where this French woman tells the main character, Emily, who's in Paris. They tell the, um, they tell the main character, I believe, I don't know, I haven't watched the show, but I was told about it, about this scene. But she says, you know, the weird thing about Americans is that uh, you guys live to work. When over here in France, we work to live. It's an interesting thought, isn't it? Living to work? Or are you working to live? Which one are you? But I... But I love my job. I, I, I love what I do. Then are you working? Because maybe in that case, then that's not working. You're just living through and through. And that is called living a blessed life. Religious or not, that's a blessed life. But I digress. So, uh, I, I, I won't lie. I tried, y'all. I tried to find some creepy road trip stories, um, some, uh, you know, weird feeling stories that happen on the road and whatnot. So I, um, I only have two. One of them is a really short story, and the other one uh, is kind of decently long, although the gentleman who wrote the story has, um, and no offense to you if you're even listening to this, uh, didn't write it well, probably because his hands were still shaking. I don't know. But he, um, it was, it's a little rough, so I tried to, like, make it sound normal. So, but, um, but the short story, and I didn't have this one saved. I couldn't find it again. I lost it. So I'm going to say it to my memory. I'm sorry, whoever wrote it. Uh, I can't, I, sorry, I can't give you credit. I tried finding the story again. I forgot to screenshot it, but I can't find it. But it, it was a, it was a girl writing about how, um, I believe it was her sister and her mom. They went on a road trip and she brought a little book with her. It was like this creepy stories book, you know, um, which is ironic. I guess that's why I chose it. But it's this creepy stories book, you know? And, um, you know, I, uh, she was saying how she was reading it. She got a little terrified. And then they went to sleep at a campground. She was, um, she was going, she was cutting through British Columbia. British Columbia, Canada, that is. And they stopped by a little, like a little campground, and she she said that they all, you know, they had like this big old van, so everyone slept in the van. You know, that was like their little camper. And she said that she, uh, sometime in the middle of the night, she heard walking, and then she thought she was being a, like a little paranoid because of the book that she read. So she ignored it, went back to sleep, was sleeping. She woke up in the morning. Everyone woke up, went about their duties. And she said she looked over at the window 
And she said there was this imprint of a human face at the window. And she was saying it was like someone had their face pressed up against the window trying to look in in the middle of the night. And um, she said she was freaked out. She told her mom. And they just packed up, left the campground. They all were spooked, and then they went about their road trip. And then she just ends it there. She didn't continue going. Excuse me. She didn't continue going. She didn't continue talking about it. She just ended it there. So. And, um, so. That's pretty much the first story. A little creepy. A little chilly. Um. But I say it's ironic because in the future, I don't know if it'll be this episode, but in the future, I, um. I possibly may read classic tales that are no longer uh, protected under any sort of copyright. So I may uh, I may read some really classic old stuff. Um, so I, I, I'm going to have to do some more research because I don't want to get in trouble. don't want to get hit with a cease and desist or a lawsuit. You know, legal stuff. But in the future, I actually may read a, uh, a little... A little nosh from time to time, if you will. So, the other story. This one's a doozy. So, like always, I can't do it. (laughs) I can't do it. But if you want to get prepped, you want to get ready, go ahead and bring out that candle. Um, While you're lighting up your candle, while uh, while you're unwinding, if you have a little glass of wine or whatever you do to relax, go ahead and do that. Um... As you're doing that, I'm going to give a quick message to my truck drivers. Truck drivers, I just drove past like six of y'all. And I love you guys. Even though you make me uncomfortable as, as, as all can be on the road. I love you guys. Um, so, once again, it's just I have a lot of respect because I saw my uncle do it. Keep that wheel steady like usual. Enjoy yourself. Be safe. Take care, my road trippers. I know, I know. I'm, I'm with the few on here who are just traveling about. I drove, a, I drove by a few people. <clears throat> one of them had a, um, had a Montana tag, so he's a little far from home, just a little bit. And speaking of far from home, we stopped by the gas station, and there was a convertible Honda. And I don't know why you'd be having a convertible down it. 31 uh, degrees Fahrenheit but whatever it was a little Honda license plate was from Florida in the middle of Idaho middle of BFE Idaho and that man (laughs) and he was even wearing like a snow hat and everything and it makes you wonder why like hey maybe maybe if you put the top up (laughs) you wouldn't have to be wearing the snow hat but he he was he was um, but yes, so now now that those candles are lit, now that everyone's ready, I'm gonna come and uh, we're gonna come and dive right into this story. So the story has been uploaded uh, by a gentleman. I didn't save his name. Oh, that's so sad. I thought I did. Oh man. Well, that really stinks. Thought I was gonna. I thought I saved it. Oh well. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really thought I saved it. 
I'm going to try to leave his name in the description. Um, so maybe that'll help out. Maybe maybe that's what I'll do. I'll just leave both their names in the description. I'll try to find both the stories again and leave the name in the, in the descriptions. If both names or one of them is not in the description, that means I couldn't find it, and I'm sorry. But here we go. I thought this would be appropriate since it takes place in Idaho. So, and this was uploaded on Reddit through r slash skinwalkers. So, you ready? Let's go. In July of 2020, my buddy and I decided to go shooting at night in the woods near Placerville, Idaho. It was near an old mining facility. This is important later. The exact coordinates are here. He posts the coordinates. He, he continues saying, the entire drive up there, which I would assume would be around 10-ish. I was getting really bad vibes, but I didn't say anything because I figured I was just being a wuss. Anyways, we get up there, clear that mining house with the rifles in hand, then throw on some music, and we relaxed for a little bit. The entire time we were up there, it was pretty quiet, and I'm still on edge because it's at night in the middle of the woods. It's been, and it's in an area I've never been to. As we're relaxing there, I have this weird sixth sense type feeling that something isn't right. My friend says, okay, let's do some shooting and reloading drills. So my friend goes first. He aims at the brim where the coordinates are and fires two shots. Boom, boom. The moment that the second shot fires, we hear this loud scream coming from the tree line behind us where the mining house is. The weird thing was is that it sounded demonic, like a cross between an elk, bear, and a wolf dying. I look at my friend and I say, screw this, and I book it back to the truck. My friend turns around and starts shooting into the direction that the scream came scream excuse me that the scream came from I hop in the car and I put my rifle that excuse me I hop in the car and put my rifle out the window in the direction the scream was coming from and I cover him from the car while he runs back at which at this point the screaming starts happening again so in my moment of fear, I fire some shots back in its direction. My buddy hops in the truck, and we start the car. He turns on the lights, and as we are turning around to go back down the dirt trail, it started screaming at us once more. Only this time, it started sounding like a dog. We both look at each other, and we are... Oh! Sorry, I'm going to just stop the story for a little bit. We have just crossed the Utah sign. We're now officially in Utah. Hot dog. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. My buddy hops in the truck, and we start the car. He turns the lights on, and as we start turning around to go back down the dirt trail, 
it's the screaming starts once more. Only this time, it sounds like a dog. We both look at each other, and we both have this, what the heck is happening? What is that face? We start making our way back down the mountain. He is driving one-handed with a pistol with a pistol in one hand and the wheel in the other. I have an AR-15 pointed out the window. If that's not if that's not one of the most American things you've ever heard. <laughs> I don't I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. And I have my AR-15 pointed out the window. We don't hear the screams anymore. But there is this weird vibe, a feeling, like you are near death, that you're being hunted down. It's some sort of very primal feeling, like a fight or flight feeling that I've never experienced before. It sent chills through my body. Just thinking about it, I still get chills. As you can imagine, we actually started to experience more weird stuff. The moon had turned red, and I have no explanation to this day how. And there were these weird floating lights in the forest, like orange orbs floating along the ridge line across from us. There is no one out there. And we eventually get back on the main highway where the moon has since turned back to its normal bluish white. My friend is an ex-marine. He's also a combat veteran. And I am a seasoned outdoorsman. We cannot explain what happened. I have told this story a few times to my close friends and they all have pretty much told me the same thing. Whatever happened that night defined logic because it's either was not of this world, so an alien, or some sort of actual paranormal being slash cryptid. Or we were just super spooked by some animal and our mind was filling in the gaps. That's very logical. Very logical way of thinking. Covering all the bases. Sorry, just had to add that in there. He goes on to say, <clears throat> North America is a big place. And I personally believe there are creatures out there that we still do not know of, especially in the more secluded parts of the continent. We actually went back to Boise and began telling some of his friends about the situation. Many of them said there is a Yeti or something up there, so who knows. I should also note that after shooting towards its direction, my friend said he heard some footsteps coming straight towards us like it was running and he said it sounded big I recently watched a video about this thing called crawlers I find it significant because we were near a mine and other people who have gone to that area report feeling the same uneasy presence it could be some undiscovered subterranean nocturnal species that is taking these people which is maybe why they disappear without a trace. And that's the end of the story. I chose that just because I know some people... In the comments of that, of that post, some people were saying, 
So you never got a chance to look at this creature. So you're going based off of sound, you know, which I don't I don't condemn these people. You know, they're just trying to make logic out of it. You know, um, a lot of you know, a lot of people were just trying to dispute him and maybe not in the ways to be to be rude. But I think perhaps, you know, they were just trying to understand. But there was a lot of uh, conflict between the between the people in the comment section of the story. So, now, my thoughts on it. Uh, I'm I'm gonna lean towards that. This is I'm I'm gonna say he genuinely experienced this. I'm not gonna say it's his brain filling in gaps. I believe some people are like me, and I and I'm not saying this to make me seem cool but um i i i um i genuinely think ladies and gentlemen of conversations at midnight we almost just died. No, no, no. We almost just hit a deer full blown into his side. <laughs> I just, I just want to say there was a sign that said reduced reduced speed because of something, and I was like, oh, okay, weird. So I slowed down, and then all of a sudden there was a deer. And, but there's nothing bumpy or anything. So, grateful for that because I probably would have blasted that deer. <laughs> wow. Well, I, I, I lost my train of thought. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Wild. Um, anyway, if I can remember where I stopped, I was going to say... I was going to say, um, I'm not trying to say this to make myself seem cooler. I just, um, I feel like me in moments like that, I'm not hallucinating. I'm not, oh, you were dehydrated and you're, no, that's not what happens to me. If I'm dehydrated, I'm just dehydrated. You know, I, I have a very strong grip on reality don't drink i don't do drugs i don't do anything I'm a, i live a very very sober lifestyle to the point where it's probably problematic for me like i don't i don't even i, I don't even take any sort of painkiller and i mean like even the most calm ones like advil tylenol mitol you know things like that i don't i don't do it i don't do it you know it's, i know i know it's for women i don't take anything but you know, I, I just don't. I, I, I don't know. I just I don't do it. So I um I just I believe some I believe more people go through that. I obviously I'm not the only one on this planet of seven billion people to to go through that. Um so I, I 
I'm going to put some faith into this and say, you know, I do believe that he experienced that. Now, am I going to say that it was some alien uh, coming to take them? No, I don't. I don't. Heaven. Heaven's only knows. For now, I can only just say that I think I think he really did experience this with no sort of hallucination. Now, what do I make of the moon and what do I think of the... Listen, the moon... Sometimes the moon can turn into weird colors, you know? It, it happens. My issue is the orange orbs. I can't think of any creature. I can't think of anything that has an orange glow. And he, from what it sounded like, it pretty much constantly stayed there, you know? It wasn't something that lasted a second and then, you know... It must have stayed there a while for him to see it and acknowledge it. Enough for him to feel creeped out, you know? Who knows? Who, who knows what he experienced? God only knows at this point. I just thought it was creepy enough to share it. And then that's where the disappointment sets in for you guys. I don't... I tried. I tried to find more stories and I tried to find more than that, but I, I'm not entirely sure. So instead, I'm going to just give you just a little quick thing and I don't I don't want to take up any more minutes you know especially if I'm not even going to use it right so this might be a short episode but it's okay there's always next time this is just a nice little test run you know a nice little oomph nice little shot in the dark you know thinning out the kinks if you will you know I am um, I want to say I'm sorry for the crazy uploads, uh, the different times and stuff. Uh, so I have a really cool announcement coming up um, that involves some conversations at Midnight Art. Um, I actually spoke to the to the beautiful, amazingly talented artist who does work for Conversations at Midnight. I asked him if I can talk about him on the podcast, and he said yes. So I have permission now, so I'm going to do a little a little tidbit for him, uh, just because I, I, I love him the bits. I really do. And I, and I try not to mince words. So when I say I, I, I love him, I genuinely mean it. Just salt of the earth. The gentleman who does the art for my podcast, his name is Connor Searing. He... Um, he actually works for Riot Games. I believe it's Riot. Oh, don't tell me I got it wrong. <gasps> He's going to... I'm sorry, Connor, if I got it wrong. But he works for Riot Games. He's actually... Um, he actually is working under the video game um, The Valorant. It's a first-person shooter. He, uh, he actually does the artwork for them. Or he joined the team to do the artwork for them. Um, I believe he works with weapon skins and things of that nature uh, very talented young man sensational great father and a great husband uh, I've seen him around both his child and and his wife uh, sensational man sensational in fact I uh, for my international people and I you know and I'm not gonna get too patriotic but for my international people, I know that the media, you know, you know, when you see news about the U.S., about America, things like that, um, we get painted a really bad picture. 
In fact, there's many moments where I've seen international news about the United States, and I, I'm like, oh, oh, is that really how we look? You know, um, I can promise you, most of it is actually not what it seems, especially the people. You know, if you think of us as either one of two people, which is either a hillbilly or Kim Kardashian, I can promise you right now, that's not that's not what we are. And I'm saying this because Connor Searing, that's an American. That man is a, a great father, great husband, hardworking. That is what exists in the country. I mean, because this country couldn't have gone this far if the whole entire country was made of idiots like that and you can debate me all you want and if a french person listening to this and they go hey call me (laughs) email me something i will argue about this all day long you know i get it we're not the best and i don't sure I, i don't know who is still claiming that we are but i will say this um what you see is not entirely the truth Anyway, back to Connor. As I was saying, that he is a fine man. And he, uh, him and I actually spoke more. I actually wrote him not that long ago, and I, I had this idea for, for the podcast. And if you can imagine, um, <laughs> he, he did this art for me, and it was great. Um, so if you want to look up, um, I believe his Instagram is Connor Searing Art, I believe. Um, but if not, you can find him. You can see his artwork there. You can see his portfolio. I'll try to leave a link in the description. Uh, just sensational work, seriously. Uh, but with that being said, we're I'm going to release a poster, at least the artwork for it. Um, I may actually see what I could do with it to make some sort of profit off of it. Both him and I will try to do some sort of work like that. Um, and then we'll get the ball rolling from there. Um, and, you know, we're just we're just trying to do more and more for the podcast. He himself loves the podcast. I feel like the podcast, I feel like Conversations at Midnight is... I feel like Conversations at Midnight is as much as his child as it is mine in the sense of the image because, you know, he's put in a lot of work into it. Um, in fact, the cover logo that you see even right now on this episode um, where it's me behind the booth, that was all him. You know, I mean, granted, we shared ideas with each other and stuff, but the person who did the art was all Connor Searing. And he, what a sensational job he did. So... Connor, I want to thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Um, and thank you for helping me, my friend. Uh, I I don't think I'd be as paid attention to if it wasn't for you. So, cheers to you, my friend. So, that's my announcement, is that we're going to have a cool poster. I will post it up um, probably in the next episode, which is coming up on Tuesday. Tuesday... February 22nd is when I'm going to post another episode. And I think the art might be done by then. And I'm going to see if it's officially out. 
if it's not the cover art for it, then I'm going to... Um, that's probably because me and Connor probably decided to postpone it a little bit. Maybe work on some more stuff on the poster. But for the most part, um, it should be out Tuesday. So. And uh, the other thing as well is episodes are going to be back to normal on Tuesday. It's just the past two weeks have been a little chaotic, a little crazy, a little uncomfortable. Highs and lows, highs and lows. And, um, you know, just trying to work out some scheduling conflicts. And it's all being worked out. Um, once again, the plan is still going out and doing and being a traveling podcast at the end of it all. Going to different places and seeing different things. And yeah, anyway, I'm going to cut it short here um, just because of... Uh, it's actually probably about my turn to drive. And, um, yeah. So thank you so much uh, for listening in. Sorry for the weird video. Sorry if the quality is poor. But, you know, sorry about that. Anyway, thank you so much. Uh, until Tuesday. This has been Tuesday. <laughs> uh, thank you so much. And, uh, I'll see you on Tuesday.